0: The following is an exclusive podcast with the Dermatology Digest. Today, we sit down with Dr. Sean Quatra, Assistant Professor of Dermatology at the Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine, to discuss the concerns and complexities of using CBD in the specialty. Here's Dr. Quatra. Overall, how would you characterize the state of topical cannabinoids in dermatology?
1: Topical cannabinoids are a really exciting uh, new potential therapeutic option for dermatology patients. So it's extremely exciting. Uh, there are studies uh, that have really uh, shown uh, tremendous anti-inflammatory properties of cannabinoids, uh, in particular in itch, uh, atopic dermatitis, uh, or eczema, or psoriasis, and, and many other conditions as well. Uh, so. Uh, in general, I think it's you know, really an exciting new area. We're always trying to give patients new therapeutic options, and so I am very encouraged uh, by it.
0: What are the the potential downsides then?
1: I think it's important to kind of realize what uh, how the cannabinoids work. So uh, human tissues, we primarily have two of the cannabinoid receptors, one and two, and the cannabinoid one is Typically thought to be involved with euphoria and cannabinoid two receptors, which are found in the skin, uh, immune cells, uh, other other tissues too, um, can be responsible for some of the anti-inflammatory properties as well. Well, there are a number of cannabinoids that have been discovered that are different in their structure, and so I think mm-hmm. one of the most difficult aspects of translating
0: um,
1: specific topical cannabinoids into clinical practice is well controlled studies on safety and efficacy. And uh, all of these products are becoming available. Uh, We still do not have a a lot of data on their efficacy and also their safety. Uh, Some of the things patients can experience is um, allergic reactions like contact dermatitis as well. Um, And and so I I think we just really need a little bit more uh, data and well-controlled studies uh, to really be able to fully understand how these compounds work and the differences between the compounds because there are you know, rather significant differences between the compounds. Areas where I think that, that topical cannabinoids are already being utilized more frequently are, are conditions where there aren't FDA-approved therapies or minimally effective therapies. So uh, I'm the director of the Johns Hopkins Itch Center, and I treat patients in our itch clinic with a variety of off-label therapies because uh, there's no specific FDA-approved agent for itch. And so um, there are several patients who uh, I have prescribed medical marijuana to who have um, had some improvement. And so I think that there is space for innovation, and we're understanding how the endocannabinoid system plays really a key role in uh, skin inflammation, also broader neurogenic responses like itch and inflammation, and then um, immune reactions as well. There are some studies showing, particularly in inflammatory skin conditions, so atopic dermatitis, paragonagularis, psoriasis, allergic contact dermatitis, there may be some activity. But again, my main fear is that we don't have the randomized control trials that we need to be able to really... um, you know, have the confidence in the efficacy and safety of the therapy. I think that if there's non-THC cannabinoids, then that can eliminate the concern for, um, like, the under undesired uh, psychoactive activity. The cannabinoids are really lipophilic, so they're absorbed throughout the skin. Um, and uh, so hopefully, you know, I don't think there have been any reports of systemic Reactions or anything like that. There have been allergic reactions, but again, those are still less common. But again, the field's just you know pretty complex in terms of understanding the appropriate way to, to dose um, these things, and so we really you know need more studies. I think rigorous clinical studies before you have widespread widespread implementation.
0: What are some of the the other cannabinoids that have been discovered?
1: The PEA is one of the. It's called pal, palmetto um, amide and it shows some some pharnico, pharmacodynamic similarities with um, nine tetrahydrocannabinol, the THC uh, that's present in the cannabinoid plant, and it can have a direct activation of the cannabinoid receptor and and modulate the TRPV one receptor as well. Um, mm-hmm. And but it's not thought to have the um, you know, psychoactive or other type of side effects. And then, in terms of um, other cannabinoids, there, there's several of them. So, PEA is one of the most common ones that are topical uh, that have been reported in the literature. In terms of uh, controlled studies, also, there's also cannabinoid uh, oils as well um, and other kind of formulations. But What's interesting is they they come in. Um, so they affect the nerve cells, inflammatory cells, also nuptial, um structures. And I believe they're, you know, being made. Uh, another one is called uh, anatomide AEA. That's another one that's being uh, made. And then there's synthetic cannabinoids that are made in the laboratory as well.
0: And you mentioned uh, people could have contact dermatitis reactions yeah. um, to the To the cannabinoid itself or to something that's in the preparation, the formulation?
1: Yeah, it's in the um, – to something that's in the preparation, yeah. That's definitely a a potential side effect or to the cannabinoid itself.
0: What kinds of things are in the formulation that people might react?
1: We really just don't know enough about it. There's, like, so few studies that we're all just, like, completely not sure – Um, But in some of the studies like uh, mild transient stinging or redness, that's really the most uh, common thing that has been observed. Uh, But Mm -hmm. there have been associated with some improvement, atopic dermatitis uh, and acne and itch in general, uh, that they can be uh, important age to reduce itch. There's some suggestion that it it could um, help in fibrosis, but again, the data is not... Um, that's significant. There's a study on cannabidiol reduces airway inflammation and fibrosis, allergic asthma. And then another one was that cannabinoids reduce markers of inflammation and fibrosis in pancreatic uh, cellate cells. Another one is another synth- synthetic cannabinoid thought to reduce skin fibrosis. So,
0: What is your advice to dermatologists at this point regarding topical CBD?
1: It would be to proceed cautiously. Uh, in a patient with uh, where there's, like, approved agents on label, it would make sense to try those agents first. But if a, if a patient's really uncontrolled and uh, is having an impact on their quality of life, uh, then as an off-label therapy, I would try to, you know, pick products that have a little bit more data on them. So like I think among the topicals, the PEA creams have a little bit more data on them. We actually published a paper on uh, cannabinoids and itch. Two, I was an author on two of them. One of them was in the JAD and the other one was in the Journal of um, Dermatologic Treatment. Um, And so so in those articles, we uh, talked about some of the treatments for um, cannabinoids And uh, kind of chronic paritis, And so I think the ones that have a little bit more data, it's always a little bit more comforting if there's some more data behind it. Um, And so I think among them, the PEA compounds have a little bit more data.
0: Where do you think this field will be in a year or two from now?
1: I'm hoping that the field will be a little bit further along in terms of the clinical studies that have been conducted on efficacy Mm -hmm. and safety. And um, I think that that's really needed to better understand when and in which diseases to use these drugs. Uh, And so I'm I'm hoping that there will be more studies to help guide uh, clinicians. And if clinicians use them now, I'd hope they would use them uh, where there's some evidence for using them. So I think there's some evidence in chronic itch and other situations as well,
0: yeah. This has been an exclusive podcast with the Dermatology Digest. Find more at www.thedermdigest.com. Thank you for joining us.